If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your Circle of Influence podcast. I am your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. And we are <laughs> celebrating today something that we forgot to celebrate when it happened. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. Do you know that song by Tony Tony Zone? No, I do not. No. Oh, my goodness. Sam, <laughs> we're celebrating you. Tony from the uh, 90s. But I don't remember right. any of the songs. I just remember the name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They had um, a song about celebrating your anniversary. And every single man that I remember that forgot their anniversary, that's the song they would play. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm singing it now. Because we forgot, Make it we up, forgot to celebrate our anniversary, Amy Walker. I know. We just had our one-year anniversary of the podcast. Your circle Woo-hoo! of... Um, it has been awesome. I, I just feel like my favorite thing that has come out of it has been the relationships that we've made with the people that we've interviewed on the show. Yes. And also the relationship has deepened between you and me. We've had some hard conversations. We've become more familiar with how we work and Mm -hmm. what trips us up, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember when we first started discussing, um, collaborating on a podcast, I, I jokingly, but very seriously said, let's plan for the divorce before we get married. What is going to make this burn, crash and burn? And you were like, what? Why? And we're like, yes, we did it because we did have a couple of times. We we're like, mm, this is not working for me. But instead of throwing it in the towel, I was like, oh, we knew this was coming. This is how we said we we're going to handle it. And, and we went through it with little to no perturbation. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's been no drama, even though there has been challenges. Yes, exactly. Challenges without drama, which is what I love. Like I love dealing with challenges, but it doesn't have to be like this big throw a fit, Mm -hmm. get all stinky kind of a thing. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that has been awesome too. And also just like talking to you regularly because Mm -hmm. when you had been traveling and I had been traveling and I think we went like two weeks without talking and I was like, I'm going to Monica withdrawals. Where's my boo? <laughs> I, I kept quoting you. Like it kept popping up. I was like, you know, my podcast co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando says this. <laughs> As Amy once said. <laughs> yes. We Her both had those moments. <laughs> okay. So we wanted to dedicate this episode today to something that we feel like as entrepreneur women, we all need to improve on, which is learning to celebrate our successes and our wins. Yes, I yes. think that driven women have a couple things that make some bad celebrators. One is mm-hmm. 
we always have big dreams. So by the time we have accomplished one, we're actually already on to the next in our minds, like the yeah, place for the next level that, you know, we're already taking actions towards that place. And so we move on from one thing to the next. Like, I don't know if you work this way, but I get really intentional with the goal, the vision, the dream in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I create mm-hmm. the strategy, the systems, I bring the people on board. And mm-hmm. by the time we're getting close to it, like I mm-hmm. have already, my creation energy is already focused on what comes next. Yes. And so sometimes just like with this podcast, we just miss it. Like I didn't even notice Mm-hmm. until Facebook memories popped up and it was like, Oh, this was our, this was when we were launching the podcast. Oh yeah. I didn't even realize yeah. that. Was like it was yeah. so on my radar. So that's mm-hmm. the first thing I think we do. I think the second thing we do is we are too busy for the celebration, but when we don't celebrate, it isn't good for us. Like I, I don't know. It's almost like it primes our brain to always be chasing the horizon mm-hmm. instead of enjoying the shade for the tree that we just arrived at. Oh, that's a great analogy. Yeah. You get to sit under the tree you planted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. I love that analogy. Because I think that part of it also the horizon always moves, you know, like so again? Never, when you chase the horizon, it always moves. You're never going to mm-hmm. feel that sense of achievement or that sense yeah. of like, I, I just arrived. Yes. And, you know, I was thinking about this um, earlier. I, we, we recently recorded a podcast about um, leadership styles in terms of the feminine leadership styles. Mm-hmm. And it strikes me that, for example, in our families and our personal lives, usually it's the woman who is tasked implicitly or not, with kind of managing the social graces of the family, remembering birthdays and anniversaries and sending cards and thank yous and this and that and making sure that so-and-so got their whatever graduation gift or, you know, things like that. And so in many ways, pausing for the celebration, pausing to honor a milestone is very much part of a feminine style of leadership. Whereas the whole like running, running, running and chasing the horizon is very masculine. Mm -hmm. And so I think we're confessing, Amy. I think we're confessing that it's like, we too, the ones who wrote when women lead (laughs) can, can fall prey to that because it's so in the water of our, of our culture. It's like, this is just how we do. This is how we do it. You know? Well, part of that too, as you're talking about that is that a lot of the family social celebrations, as you mentioned, um, it's for other people. And Mm -hmm. so where this celebration, Mm -hmm. I think I like, I don't know about you, but if it's a team celebration, Mm -hmm. I do the team celebration it, but Mm -hmm. when it's it's literally just something for me, it's like, and, and part of it is I'm honestly, I get my, my rush of endorphins and all of that happens in the beginning when I first visualize it. Like that's when I'm celebrating the most is when I first visualize what is possible for me. And so there's, that's where like, I, this is a bad term and it, but I can't think of a better example. My orgasm happens in the visualization, right? Like that's when it's the peak of the excitement for me. And so then the achievement is like, oh, I've already been there. I've already done that. But the problem is um, our brain is programmed according to celebrations. Like our subconscious, when we celebrate, our brain is like, oh, we want more of this. And so if you're right. not 
doing the celebrations, it's like, you're not programming your brain to be wired for achievement mm-hmm. and wired for completion. You're programming your brain to be wired to start things. To start things. Right. And, to, and I think also the whole celebration thing reminds the subconscious of, oh, this is what we were going for. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I see this with our pets, <laughs> not, not to equate or synonymize our children with our animals, but you know, when you, when you give attention to a child for something that they did, whether positive or negative, but when you give them attention for whatever that is, they tend to do that more. Yeah. And so with our, with our, like I doggies and our cats and our pets and stuff, it's like, Oh, good boy. Or even when you're like, don't do that. Like, Oh, okay. At least I got her to look at me. (laughs) (laughs) And I think our subconscious works very much in the same way that it's like, Oh, we're getting attention for this. Oh, this is, this is taking place in our, in our psychic Ram and our emotional Ram. Okay. Let's go more. Well, that's how you train yourself to be somebody who finishes goals. Um, you know, when you put all of the energy and the effort onto the starting, but you don't acknowledge the finish, like your brain, your subconscious really believes what you tell it and what you show it. So you've got to create evidence. In fact, when I've been struggling in the past to hit business goals, I'll start celebrating the most ridiculous little milestones. Like, good job, Amy Walker. You finished unloading the dishwasher. That's amazing. Or, you know, good job for picking up those clothes and putting them in the clothes basket instead of on the floor like you would have yesterday. That's awesome. (laughs) And I'll start celebrating just these like little tiny achievements because I'm trying to get my brain to shift into achievement focus instead of just work focus, work focus, work focus. So I think celebration is really, really important. And I um, want to know how you are going to celebrate our first year of podcasting. Well, I am in a very precarious situation, as you may know, because I am traveling back and forth between Atlanta and Florida. My father's in hospice. And so every single moment of silence, of respite, and of solitude is a moment of celebration for me. There's so many moving parts and so many people pulling at me, et cetera, that it's like when I can just sit with my thoughts, that feels luxurious right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas when I was in, when I was only in Atlanta and only in my own life, that was an, of course, that was like a, the baseline. That was what I woke up to and what I went to bed with, et cetera. And now it feels like a luxury. And so for me, it, it adds a level of normalcy. It adds a level of contemplation. And I think, you know, the, celebrations and and celebrating wins and celebrating milestones taking a pause for the cause as it were um you know it doesn't have necessarily like balloons and loud music (laughs) but taking a pause for the cause feels very rejuvenating for me at this point of my life you know what I mean yeah. You know what I think you should do? I think you should go get a massage, like book yourself a, like, oh, a bless your heart minute, 90 yeah. minute massage. I think I will. I can never get too many massages. Um, I, I was mentioning to you earlier that I, I had to fly back to Atlanta really quickly for dental surgery and my, and I hadn't seen my husband in two weeks. And we, we try to, we try to not go more than two weeks without seeing each other. Mm-hmm. So it kind of feels like we're in a long distance relationship now again. Mm-hmm. because I've been in, in Florida now for almost a month. And, um, and so when I went over, it was like, he had dinner ready and he had a bath for me and he massaged my feet and my back, which are my 
touch points and it was like oh my god I have a boyfriend again except it's the man <laughs> I've been married for a decade <laughs> this is great so I I'm gonna tell him that Amy said I need another massage <laughs> his was good his was good besides you're not gonna get the same kind of massage it will probably end differently significantly <laughs> mm-hmm. don't get in grown man's business Oh, that's funny. So <laughs> I, here's how I'm celebrating. I, can I tie this into my other big celebration that I have right now? Absolutely. Cause I'm over here cheering for you. So yes. Absolutely. Okay. So I, we just finished our first year of podcasting and in the yes. same month I have had my best business month ever. Best month ever. Significantly best month ever. So, um, we're like breaking records. And so last night I was, uh, and it's been busy too. It's been a busy month. So last night I got done with my calls. I actually canceled one call that I could have done. We had a <laughs> podcast recording at that. And I, and Monica had to catch her flight. I was like, I could do this on my own, but you know what? I'm going to reschedule. Not because I can't do it on mm-hmm. my own, but because I want some downtime. I get to take a breather. And I, I, when you said that, I was like, Oh, okay. A new dawn is here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Cause normally I'm like, I'll just do it. I'll just get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, I went and I said, okay, Stephen Walker, let's go do something. And he's like, well, what do you want to do? Um, and so we went and we just kind of drove around. Everything was closed. Cause we live in a small town and it was eight o'clock. <laughs> so everything was closed at eight o'clock, but we ended up at Dairy Queen got, you know, mini blizzards. And we were talking about how do we want to celebrate? Cause I said, you know, we haven't celebrated this and you've worked really hard to make this happen. I've worked really hard to make this happen. Our team has worked really hard. How do we celebrate this? And so uh, we started talking and couldn't really come up with anything that we both loved or were both super excited about. And then I had the idea. So uh, when Steven proposed marriage to me, A lot of you don't know this, but when I was in college, I lived in Russia for a semester and fell in love with the people and the culture and the country and the architecture. It's just, it's amazing. Um, And so when he proposed, I said, okay, but just so you know, I want to, I want us to go back to Russia together. So are you on board with that? And he said, yes. And I was like, okay, cool. But here was the thing. The devil is in the details. I meant we were moving to Russia and he thought at some point in our lives, someday we would visit and go on vacation. (laughs) So um, we brought this up and he's on board with doing it. So we are going to apply for visas. And if we can get a visa, then we are going to Russia this fall, which I'm so excited for. I love it for you. And I, you know what else I love about all that conversation? is that you are using full names, just like I call you. You're like, okay, Stephen Walker. I was like, what? You call him by his full name. (laughs) I was like, oh, the Monica-isms are slipping into the Walker family. (laughs) It is slipping into the Walker family. That's funny. Yep. So I'm excited. I've already been kind of starting to plan our itinerary and what we want to do and the places that we want to go. And I was showing him like Airbnbs last night. So now we just have to figure out if they're going to allow Americans in Yeah. Mm-hmm. and give us a visa. Yes. So here's what I love about, about everything you just shared also is that notice that your, your best month and when you're celebrating it are months apart. Mm-hmm. So we are very tempted sometimes to 
by the time that we get to the celebration, the, the joy of whatever the achievement was has worn off. And then it just feels like another quote unquote thing to do. Mm-hmm. So it's very tempting to minimize it, to push it aside, to dismiss it, to be like, ah, you know, it's, it's over. We did it. Okay, fine. It's not that important, blah, blah, blah. But I love that you're taking that time to do that because to your point, you know, it anchors it in, in your subconscious, but it also allows you a moment of like, this isn't an exceptional thing. Mm-hmm. this just happens in the course of day to day you know what I mean and it's like the more that it happens and the more that we celebrate even the little things then the more that we become accustomed to everything is worthy of celebration and, and not to dilute the achievement but rather to increase our perception of them I, I, I love that you're doing this yeah to be blue I'm gonna have to start <laughs> practicing my Russian too oh okay don't get me to speak in Arabic. I'm supposed to be in Egypt in September. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. So here's my challenge that I want to offer. I want to invite all of our listeners to investigate their culture of celebration within their company or their organization. How do you handle celebration? So for example, um, I'm looking at it thinking I probably need to have a daily ritual of celebration. I definitely need to have a weekly ritual of celebration, which we do, but we always skim over it so fast. Like we start off our weekly meetings with celebrations, but it's almost like it's this little thing that we just do real quick. And then we jump right into what comes next. Do you have a day each month that you celebrate? Do you have a quarterly celebration, a yearly celebration? Like what do you do to make celebration a practice instead of it being an event? I think that's really important. Yeah. And if you're, if you're coming from all the way of never, never land, like you never celebrate anything, then, you know, start off slow, start off with celebrating big things that you perhaps have not yet acknowledged yourself for. Maybe you finished graduation, uh, graduate school many years ago, and you never gave yourself a proper attaboy or girl. you know, maybe you really went through a family challenge, like what I'm going through right now with my father in hospice and you never sat down and say, wow, you're really being the rock of the family right now, girl, you deserve a little, you know what I mean? Um, and so when you can, when you can give yourself maybe even retroactive celebrations, retroactive acknowledgement, then it'll get you kind of like, it'll feel, it'll prime the pump as it were. Absolutely. I love it. All right. So plan your celebrations, my friends, big or yes. small, we mm-hmm. don't even care. We just want you to be celebrating and then share with us. What are you doing to celebrate? Leave us some comments. Uh, You can post it in your reviews. You can connect with us on social media, but we really want to hear that you are out there celebrating the milestones and thank you for supporting us for a year. Can we, can we do, can we do my favorite aspect of musical Tourette's, which is when you change the lyrics. Celebrate with yourself. Yeah, that's right. I know. I knew you knew where I was going with that. I knew that one. Half the time, I don't know your musical Tourette songs, but that one I know. <laughs> we need to expand. We need to expand your your musical library. We, we'll do it. We'll do it. I'm working on it. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We so appreciate you. Leave us your comments. Let us know what you're celebrating, so that we can celebrate with you. We're on your team. And always, I celebrate you. We celebrate you for being part of our circle of circle of influence audience. We will see you at the next episode. Bye, everyone. 